With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. It's the Breakfast Club on a Friday morning. Central Maine Medical Center hour. The first Central Maine Medical Center hour of 2016. Pretty timely topic today. Of course, uh, everybody remembers last week all the New Year, New Me memes that everybody put on their uh, on their Facebook page because they're ready to go and ready to change some things. So we've got Dr. Jamie Loggins on from uh, Central Maine Medical Center. He's a bariatric surgeon. Good morning, Dr. Loggins. How are you? Good morning, Matt. Well. How are you? Doing, doing very good. Thanks for asking. Um, first off, any relation to Kenny Loggins? Actually, believe it or not, uh, Kenny Loggins is cousins with my father. Really? That's right. They, uh, I guess, there was some time where they grew up together when they were very young. But I've never met him myself. But I get that. I get asked that a lot. I would, I would assume that would be one that would happen. That's usually, usually it's just some terrible joke. But this is an actual time where you can say you're related. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's right. That's, good. that's right. That's another Breakfast Club first. It's very, very exciting. I cannot yeah. sing though. <laughs> that's fine. You, you can do bariatric surgery. That's that's probably a little better for folks. Now, where are you from? I'm actually born uh, in Chicago, and I lived there for the first 26 years of my life. Uh, and then I joined the Army, and I kind of saw the rest of the country. Uh, that's usually what happens when people see the rest of the, the join the Army, or they see the rest of the world. That's kinda, right. Either way. Now, what made you go into medicine? You know, I, uh, I was fascinated with medicine as long as I can remember, and it probably has a lot to do with the fact that I got hurt a lot when I was a kid. Uh, whether it was bike crashes or doing other crazy things, but I found myself in the ER a lot, and I guess maybe that's where the seed got planted because you know the ER doctors would come in and whatever was broken on me, they would fix, and I always thought that that was the coolest thing. So that's where the seeds came from, I think. Well, that's that's pretty neat. Now it's it's a big it's it's a little different being an an ER doc and going into bariatric surgery. Uh, how did you get into the bariatric specialty after you uh, got into medicine? Well, I figured very early that I really liked the, the specialty of surgery. Uh, I mean, I'm a very hands-on kind of person. Um, I like the technology. Um, and so I figured out pretty early in my medical training that surgery was going to be the route that I was going to take. It was fairly late in my training that I actually kind of got the bug for bariatric surgery, if you will. Um, I was finishing my training in general surgery uh, and I really wanted to pursue additional training in advanced lapar- laparoscopy or minimally invasive surgery. So, um, and this was, you know, back in the early 2000s. And at that point in time, there was a new thing called MIS fellowships or minimally invasive surgery fellowships where you could go and basically spend a year or two of just doing complex uh, advanced laparoscopic surgeries. Um, and really what was evolving at that point in time was laparoscopic bariatric surgery. So the program that I went to gave me a lot of exposure to bariatric surgery, um, and more specifically bariatric surgery patients. And so while I went into that training with the mindset of just being a better laparoscopic surgeon, when I started to get to know the bariatric surgery patients and I saw the impact that these procedures were having on their lives, 
I mean, transformations that were happening right in front of your eyes, I realized very early that this was going to be the, the thing that I wanted to do. Dr. Jamie Loggins from Central Maine Medical Center is a bariatric surgeon over there. For more information on Central Maine Medical Center, go to cmmc.org. We'll have more with Dr. Loggins coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. Welcome back. Segment number two on The Breakfast Club, Central Maine Medical Center Hour for a Friday. First Central Maine Medical Center Hour of 2016. We continue with Dr. Jamie Loggins bariatric surgeon from Central Maine Medical Center. You know, the New Year's resolution uh, type weight loss commitments always lead to discussion about a serious commitment to weight loss. Um, when should someone start looking at bariatric surgery for, for weight loss, Dr. Loggins? Well, there are, there are some clear guidelines that kind of help guide us to choose people who would be appropriate candidates for surgery. Um, and largely that's based on something called the body mass index or the BMI. And what the BMI is, it's a way that we can correlate somebody's weight to their height, which gives us a good idea of what their body habitus is. And that's really how we define obesity and more specifically severe or morbid obesity. Um, and somebody can go to their doctor or if you know your weight and you know your height, you can just simply go to a Google search for a BMI calculator. You could put in your numbers and it will tell you what your BMI is. And once we see that BMI number getting around the 35 and above, that's when people have what we call severe obesity, and that's when people would become or would be considered candidates for bariatric surgery procedures, depending on what other medical conditions they might have. So when people see that weight creeping up, we really want to kind of get an idea of what the BMI is, because that's the screening tool that will determine whether or not they'd be a candidate for surgery. How are, how are candidates chosen? Uh, well, like I said, if somebody meets the BMI criteria, that's kind of the first indication, but there's a lot more that goes into it than just that. I mean, these are not just procedures that we do. It's a whole program. It's a lifelong commitment, really. Uh, so if somebody meets those BMI criteria and they want to learn more, they can come and meet with myself or one of my staff. Uh, and then there's a whole uh, algorithm of steps that we'll take to kind of help get people ready or tuned up for the operations, if you will. And it's not a quick fix. People will spend six months, even up to a year, getting ready for their surgical procedure. But we want to take all the steps that we can take to ensure when their day for surgery comes, they have the best chance of having a safe and successful operation. Now, let's... So this isn't like going in for liposuction, you know, for folks that, that might not know. You're, you're not just going in, getting something taken care of, and then boom, you're going to lose weight three weeks later. I mean, this is a this is a real commitment. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Absolutely, Matt. Um, there are, you know, there's a lot of things we do to prepare people. And essentially, we have to make them experts on this disease that they're suffering from. And I think that's the important thing to keep in mind. Uh, even the AMA recognizes now that, that obesity is not just a condition, it's actually a disease, and it's a disease that kills people. Uh, so there are certainly uh, very good precedents for why we should use surgery as a tool to help people treat this, but there's a lot that goes into getting them ready, um, and it's not a quick fix. People have to be willing to make that lifelong commitment, uh, and that's what's so important to the long-term success talking with Dr. Jamie Loggins. He's a bariatric surgeon over at Central Maine Medical Center. We'll talk more about that coming up. For more information on CMMC, go to cmmc.org.
Segment number three coming up in a little bit. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. Segment number three with Dr. Jamie Loggins, part of the Central Maine Medical Center Hour, the very first Central Maine Medical Center Hour of 2016. Dr. Loggins is a bariatric surgeon, and we're talking about bariatric surgery. If it's if it's an option, what it can do for you, and how to get prepared for that sort of thing. Um, it's not just losing the weight that that's so key to this, or an important part of this to to me. It's also the fact that you know there are a lot of diseases out there that are that are caused by by excess weight, uh, type two diabetes, um, high blood pressure, sleep apnea. Uh, acid reflux, I mean, high cholesterol, there's quite a few of these things. Somebody does successfully go through and they have their bariatric surgery. Can they see some of those things or some of the the issues that they're having with those things lessen or decrease? Uh, of course, Matt. That's really the, the real reason why we do these procedures in the first place. Uh, very interestingly, very early on, and I'm talking decades ago, when people first started to consider surgical procedures for weight loss, it was with the goal that perhaps by losing weight, making people more fit, we can help get rid of some of these other medical conditions that they suffer from, things like hypertension, as you said, type 2 diabetes, obstructive sleep apnea. But very interestingly, what we have realized, uh, especially in the last decade or so, um, there are certain procedures that we see almost immediate improvements and resolutions in some of these comorbidities uh, no greater example of that exists than that for type 2 diabetes. For example, uh, we may have a person that suffers from morbid obesity and type 2 diabetes, and they, they get ready for a surgery. They have their bariatric surgery, and within a day to a few weeks, they're coming off their insulin independent of the weight that they've lost. There's, almost, there's something that's happening from the operation itself that's causing this improvement in this disease. Uh, and it's such a dramatic effect that there are actually studies going on right now looking at using certain bariatric surgery procedures for a treatment and possibly a cure for type 2 diabetes and people who don't even suffer from severe obesity. That's how compelling these changes are. But some of these changes that we see happen within a few weeks, some happen with a few months, but there's just a tremendous improvement of the medical problems people suffer from. I mentioned things like type 2 diabetes, obstructive sleep apnea, high blood pressure, uh, acid reflux, carpal tunnel syndrome, believe it or not, is caused from type, uh, is related to morbid obesity. So it's, it's, a big, it's a big problem, and not just the diseases that people suffer from, but for example, we know in the United States alone, between three and 400,000 people will basically die of complications from severe obesity. And if you take a minute to think about those numbers, three to 400,000 people, that may sound like a lot of people, but you may think it's a big country, so what does that really mean? If we were to put that into some perspective, if you take all of the people that will pass from colon cancer and breast cancer and you put them together in one group, that's about 90,000 deaths a year in our country. So severe obesity as a disease is claiming the lives of more than three times as many people as colon cancer and breast cancer put together. That just gives you an idea of how big this problem really is, how severe this disease really is. It's a, it's a really good point. I, I think sometimes people lose sight of that. Now, what type of tests, you talked about BMI, obviously, but what other tests are done uh, before? Well, there are certainly some 
uh, people will want to do some physiologic evaluations on because we know that there are many diseases associated with severe obesity and people may suffer from some diseases that they don't even know that they have at the time depending on when they come to see us. Uh, it's not uncommonly that we'll discover people suffer from type 2 diabetes. Uh, people may have underlying obstructive sleep apnea. And so there may be some medical conditions that if left untreated could increase the risk of having complications around the time of surgery. So when somebody comes in to see us, we'll do a, a very thorough assessment. We'll figure out any diseases that we think they may be at risk for, and then we'll test for those diseases. And if they're there, we'll treat them all with the mindset of getting people ready again for that safe and successful operation. We're talking with Dr. Loggins about bariatric surgery. We'll have another segment on this coming up. Then Randy Dustin for the Central Maine Medical Center Hour on the way here on the Z. Now, weight loss and exercise, is that something you recommend before surgery? Weight loss and exercise clearly go hand in hand. And part of us getting people ready for surgery is, is basically, you know, making sure they're educated and they understand what that link is. Uh, the, I like to explain to people that, you know, you wouldn't send a baseball team to the World Series without ever practicing baseball. Well, these operations for people, that's, that's their big game. That's, that's their day. And so they have to have the knowledge and the skills to be successful to win that game the day they come home from the hospital. Or put another way, the time to start learning about fitness and nutrition is not after you have surgery because you have to be ready to live it by that point in time. So that's all the work that goes into getting people prepared for, again, those safe and successful operations. What needs to happen for them to be successful after surgery? Well, it starts with the commitment, and that's first and foremost. Knowing that you need to participate in the process of getting ready, uh, you know, you have to be willing to go through the education. I mean, like I said, we, we, we want to teach people everything they never wanted to know about nutrition and, and obesity because to, to beat a disease, you have to master it. You have to understand it. It wouldn't be fair for us to tell somebody, for example, you need to get 60 to 80 grams of protein in your diet each day and then say, good luck, I hope you do it. We have to make sure people understand how to go to the grocery store, how to read a food label, figure out what they're preparing when they make a meal so that they know what they're eating. And that's all part of the process of getting people ready. We are talking with Dr. Jamie Loggins, bariatric surgeon from Central Maine Medical Center as part of the Central Maine Medical Center Hour. Dr. Loggins, if somebody's interested uh, or has talked to their doctor, um, do they just have their doctor get a referral through you? Or, Well, I think that what we usually see as a first step is um, people are, are curious about bariatric surgery. Maybe they've heard about it. Maybe their doctors talked to them about it. But usually the first step that people will take is to come and attend an information session. So this is a, a session that m myself or my partner will do. We do them twice a month. Uh, at CMMC uh, down in the conference uh, center level and essentially we go through the ins and the outs, the pros and the cons, the risks and the benefits of bariatric surgery. We tell people about what the process is like and how it works, uh, what some of the requirements are and then and, and so that's a, a no cost, no obligation way for people to come in and get more information. If they like what they hear, if they think they want to pursue it from that information session, then they'll go on to schedule the actual evaluation with one of my providers. Uh, that's where you'll come to the clinic, and we'll spend an hour or more 
getting to know the people, their medical conditions, what their goals are. And then from that process, that's how we can together choose which procedure is the best for them because there are a few different options we have when it comes to weight loss surgery. Talking with Dr. Jamie Loggins, bariatric surgeon from Central Maine Medical Center. Dr. Loggins, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Matt. It was my pleasure. Really disappointed you didn't bust out with a chorus of <laughs> but it's okay. It's I don't. No I don't want to drive any of your listeners away. I tell people if you're my friend, you'll never hear me sing. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what? That's some words I know a lot of people could, could, should be living by <laughs> with that. So thank you very much. Very good. Thank you. We'll have more of the Central Maine Medical. Well, we'll have uh, more of the Breakfast Club coming up. It's a Friday morning here on the Z. Randy Dustin joins us for the final segment of the Central Maine Medical Center Hour. Randy, good morning. How are you, Maddie? Doing good. Doing good. Staying warm. First, first, uh, first Central Maine Medical Center hour of 2016. We went, through, we went through a whole year of them last year, Randy. I'm, I'm surprised. Well, we keep them rolling. We do. We just keep rolling right through. What's, uh, what's going on? Uh, what's the latest over at uh, CMMC? Well, I thought I'd bring you current with a couple of things we got coming up. Um, might be of interest to listeners. Um, on January 14th at 1 p.m. and again at 6 p.m., Monica Daw, who is a certified clinical uh, exercise physiologist, will lead sessions um, in heart math, uh, mediating the effects of stress. Uh, Monica has a lot of experience in this, is trained with, this, uh, with the Heart ma uh, Math Institute, I believe it's called, and she'll present research um, about how your body and your uh, what she refers to as heart intelligence, uh, how your body is affected by stress and how you can better management, manage it. Um, it just sounds very interesting. Uh, this is the second or third time she's done the presentation. And it's always well attended. Again, that's January 14th, 1.30 or 6 p.m. And uh, we hope to uh, see some folks there. Um, on February 11th, uh, one of our PAs from the Central Maine Heart and Vascular Institute will do a presentation at about 1.30 in the afternoon um, in the conference rooms at the hospital, and he will be discussing uh, pacemakers, um, what they are, what they do, um, and what it, what it is, very serious condition that they help keep under control. So that's on February 11th. And then later in the month, um, and we were talking earlier here about possibly bringing one of our endocrinologists on to discuss diabetes because mm -hmm. on uh, February 17th at 6 p.m. we will be presenting um, another of an ongoing series of programs about managing diabetes. Uh, and the, pre the presenters for these programs are called A1C champions, and these are folks who have uh, managed to uh, well, manage to manage their uh, diabetes uh, effectively, and the A1C testing is a way that they determine that they've been doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they'll, uh, one of the champions will be visiting the area on the, again, it's the uh, February 17th at 6 p.m., and that's at the School of Nursing, which is on Middle Street uh, in Lewiston near CMMC. Excellent. Excellent. So uh -huh. those are some of the things that are coming up. There's always stuff going on over at Central Maine Medical Center. It certainly is. And to stay up to date on all of it, just go to cmmc.org. That's cmmc.org. Randy Dustin wrapping up the Central Maine Medical Center hour for a Friday. Randy, always good to see you. Thank you, Maddie. And, uh, of course, Dr. Dr. Loggins did a great job as well. We'll have more of The Breakfast Club coming up. I'm here till 10 here on The Z. The Breakfast Club. USA Radio Network. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.